0: Hi, today I want to share with you five reasons why the world is not ending and things are getting better. I'm Gail Trotter. I'm the host of The Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving and tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. My goal is to keep you informed and also to be your advocate here in Washington, D.C. The five reasons that I want to outline for you begin with the fact that the lockdown has run its course. The coronavirus has petered out and businesses are opening back up all around the country. Daily life will return to normal and it's trending that way as we speak this very day. Businesses are continuing to reopen, Americans want to get back to work and Americans want to go out and be able to uh, support their local businesses and we're going to see that that accelerates and continues to open up as we go into the summer. The second reason why the world is not ending and things are getting better is that the protests will run their course. They have spotlighted the problem of police brutality and there will be changes. We can even hope for systemic change that will reduce the power that police have over our lives as individual citizens. But at the end of the day, police brutality has always been a problem and it will always be a problem. Why, you might ask? Quote, as long as cops get recruited from the human race, they're going to be exactly human with everything that means. The rest of society is also human, after all. I'm going to link down below to this article where I take that quote from, from PoliceOne.com. I think that's a really important point, that we are seeing these protests, there's gonna be action that's taken, uh, but we're gonna to continue to have problems with law enforcement because police officers are drawn from the human race. And as long as there's sin and uh, bad actions among humans, that goes into every profession in every area. And we need to fight abuses and we need to make sure that the power that we give the government over we citizens is made sure to be controlled and we make sure that it is exercised properly. So the third reason I want to share with you why things are improving, the anti-Trump forces have overplayed their hand. They have reached peak overconfidence, and they don't realize that the clock is running out on their doomed strategy. Right now, they're emboldened and satisfied to watch the world burn, but that will not last. It's easy to wreak havoc on empty city centers. It's easy to destroy storefronts and to loot businesses when everyone is on lockdown. But that's not going to continue to be the case. We're seeing a lot of effort made, and Kurt Schlichter had this tweet, that there's this effort to make you feel bad and to make you feel alone. But that's not the case. You're not bad and you're not alone. And even though we're seeing endless coverage 24-7 of the protests, it's not gonna continue to be able to be sustained going forward, and that's gonna give everyone a lot of relief and uh, an ability to pull back from the anxiety of the situation. The fourth reason why things are going to get better is that the economy will come roaring back. We saw this in last week's stock market performance. The market has officially returned to pre-pandemic levels. There is a lot of pent-up demand for growth. Try as they might, the Democrats cannot outlaw commerce. We will see massive rebuilding of our economy and our infrastructure. And the fifth reason why things will continue to get better is that Joe Biden is a weak candidate. Granted, the Biden campaign has formidable allies. All of corporate media, and I'm talking about CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, NPR, PBS, are in the tank for Biden. So is the deep state. The deep state meaning the entire federal government workforce, 99% 99% of which are Democrat-leaning. So are the never-Trumper pseudo-conservatives who want Trump to roll over rather than fight back in the face of non-stop attacks. All of these constituencies got burned in 2016 when Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton. The American electorate upset their intended coronation of Hillary Clinton. They are determined not to let that happen again, and they are beyond desperate to do anything. But here's the problem for the Biden campaign. Americans voted for Trump to get results, and he has delivered on those results. 300 judges who apply the law rather than make it up. Two outstanding Supreme Court justices. Courageous pro-life defense. The first president who attended the March for Life. There's a denunciation of Christian persecution around the world. There's a defense of religious freedom by President Trump. We're seeing tax reform, regulatory reform, and the list goes on and on. So here's my prediction. I predict that the polls that we're seeing will prove to be the same garbage polls that we saw in 2016. Trump voters are disproportionately opting out of the polling and ultimately Trump voters on average have an enthusiasm level that far exceeds the average enthusiasm level of Biden voters. Enthusiasm is what drives turnout and turnout is what makes all the difference. As we saw in 2016, I predict that Donald Trump will win reelection. Please subscribe to the show so you don't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell below and comment down below whether you think Donald Trump will win re-election in 2020. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com and also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share the Gail Trotter Show.